Memories from Southern California. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. It's been a minute since we've been in the studio, right? It's been a minute, yeah. And I think someone messed with my chair. I, I think you're trying to be taller than me, dude, because I feel like I'm shorter on this side. Well, I like being tall. <laughs> Feels good for once in my life. Um, you know, we've been uh, we've been doing a lot of shows, you and I, recently. Yep. We've been doing some pre-recorded stuff. This is not a pre-recorded show. This is a live show. Um, we're going to be getting in here as much as, as possible. Um, but, yeah, you know, it feels good to be online because we get to actually talk to the people directly on the phone. We've been talking to people through um, social media and talking through people through uh, YouTube. We know when we go live on YouTube or Facebook, but mm -hmm. it's different when you get the call and you get to hear the voice. Yeah. So I want to pick it up. I've been traveling a lot, you know, until this pandemic hit, but uh, now we're in studio. So we're going to keep that live vibe going. Uh, give us a call about anything. Yep. We're here to talk about faith. I'm not here to talk about politics. I'm here to talk about Jesus. Um, you know, through a relationship with the King Jesus, politics will work out. You could just look at the Bible. You know, uh, I heard Jeff Johnson, he's on the station, he's on K Wave and he teaches, right? Mm -hmm. Calvary Chapel Downey. Yeah. It was cool because he was talking, he said, This is his quote. He said, The Bible is a mirror. You read the Bible and you see what you look like. Mm. You see your life yeah. and you see what you need to change. It's a mirror. And that's what I want to talk about tonight is about Jesus, the scriptures, and how it all applies. To our life, and I do want to plug that show uh, on Netflix. Uh, the it's the Gospel of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Yeah, it's a good time if you're quarantined, chilling, dude. Watch through it. I think each gospel is about two hours. Have you seen it with your kids? I've seen some of it with the Matthew one. I think that one's a little longer, probably almost three hours, two and a half. Oh, really? So yeah, Gospel of John, I believe, is like two hours. But you know what? It's another way to read the Bible. Yeah. You, they it actually goes, read it, it to you uh, verse by verse, basically, yeah. and, and then they just kind of show you a visual of it. Hey, any way you could get it, audio Bible, visual Bible, read the Bible, Bible study. Yeah. Dude, get it going. People are, you know, you bring in so much information. Content's being eaten up like crazy right now. Like, yeah. you know, streaming ways. And it's so good. It's so important to make sure that you got good stuff going into your mind, into your heart. Because the enemy is always going to want to bring confusion. And that's what he does to so many people's lives. Whether they get find themselves living in fear or they just get overloaded with information. They don't know which way is up, which way is down. And that's why God's word, as we talk about it so much, is so important for us. And there's so many opportunities, whether it is through, you know, going through things like that, even on Netflix, going through um, a whole Bible, a whole uh, the gospel laid out for you. Obviously, there's so many good Bible apps out there that kind of break things down for you. Yep. Many different translations um, and great Bible teachers out there, too. And then you have time right now. So many people have time to really sit down and really allow God's word to go deep into your heart and prepare yourselves for what God has for you in the future. And remember this, you got to get a Bible, uh, a language that you can read. Yeah. Um, a translation. Start there. And then, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you need to go read out of the King James or the New King James. Look at start slow. 
get a get a, a translation you could read and that you enjoy, and then later you could advance more to the King James if if that's your vibe or whatever. I started the New Living Translation, and I look forward to reading the Bible. You know what I mean? But sometimes that when I'm cross-referencing, I'll go to the uh, New King James or even the King James version just to kind of see like what words are in there that they mm -hmm. use. But that's later. You know, if you're a new Christian and you're just getting the party started, get a New Living Translation and get it going. So yeah, so let's uh, let's do this. I'm gonna give the number out one more time. I see calls coming in. Triple eight five six four six one seven three. Triple eight five six four six one seven three. Let's take that first question, Sean. All right, this question came in through our inbox through social media the other day, and it's in reference to Matthew chapter twenty-seven verses twenty-one to twenty-three. Um, and the question is this, how is an individual ever aware that they are truly in a relationship with the eternal and certain they're not just an inflated projection of what they want? I think this is what the, the question is. It basically is, how does somebody know when they really have a relationship with God, when they're really born again of the Holy Spirit? Or is it just like maybe a self-will that's taking place? Probably this is coming from a a perspective of, of psychology a little bit or you know people have like self-help kind of thing so what makes it different you know sometimes people clean their lives up going through new age things or they're going through you know different false religions or whatever um, but then when it comes to the Bible how do we know that we have a true relationship with God and it really comes down to uh, what we know is being born again of the Holy Spirit and understanding what that means it means that it's, a, it's an amazing thing when God by His Spirit touches you and He enlightens you by the power of the Holy Spirit. There will be an overwhelming sense of love um, and a connection with God where the Lord shows you the emptiness of life apart from, from Him and your need of a Savior. I was thinking about this in the book of Romans chapter 8 where it says, For God did not receive, we did not receive the spirit of bondage, again, to fear, but we received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So there's your answer right there. The Spirit bears witness with, uh, with our spirit that we are the children of God. It is, you know, one thing that people would ask me before is like, how did you stop doing drugs? How did you stop drinking? I'm like, that really wasn't my, my focus. Yes, I knew I needed to get sober, but it was something different when God got a hold of my life. It, God, by his spirit, changed the desires of my heart. I looked at things differently all around me. And then also there was this assurity of God's love. And this is what Paul says here in the book of Romans, where it's like, Abba, Father, like there's this love connection with God. And when that starts happening in your life, it changes. And that's what you've heard the term like you need a personal relationship with God. That's what it is. God desires that personal relationship with him. Um, and with a question that, that's like this, they're just saying like, well, how do I know that it's genuine and legit? You know, almost like I'm not tricking myself. There's some people that like live in condemnation sometimes with guilt and shame. And I think it's important to know that God's word is true. God's, God's spirit working through you will bear witness that God is doing a work in your life. So I would ask this question. Because like some people can, you know, they can clean up their life and, and change things in their life and, and think that they're born again or they have a relationship with God because they've changed certain things. I don't do drugs anymore or I don't drink anymore or whatever their smoke cigarettes. I don't know, whatever their, whatever their deal is. This is the deal. Are you empty or are you full? And when I say full, are, do you have peace in your life? Do you have joy in your life? 
or do you have that emptiness? Because what the difference, this is how you know you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you have the Holy Spirit in and flowing through you. Is Jesus says in John 7, you have that fresh bubbling spring inside of you. When he sends the Holy Spirit and he fills you, you would have that joy in life. You could be in, you could be in jail, like Christian DeSoy said. You know, he's like, I never felt so free in my life. And when I was in that cell and I gave my life to Jesus, everything changed because he got filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And there was that illumination of the Holy Spirit, that transformation of the Holy Spirit, of the mind and the, and the heart. Uh, inst instantaneously, it, it happens. It's not that like you're just this transformed, but yeah, there is an immediate change in your life and there's that joy mm -hmm. in your life. And there's no way you'll know that joy and no way you'll, you'll have that eternal uh, relationship with God and know that you have it until you actually get it. And how does it happen? You repent of your sins. You say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. And since the thing, God doesn't want posers. Judas was a poser in the Bible. Judas talked to talk. You know, he read, he was in the Bible studies. He yeah. read the scriptures that we know when they would read them to out loud and around him. He did all the church stuff, but yet his heart was far from God. Mm. From the outside, people looked at him. The disciples didn't even know that he was the guy that was going to, um, uh, not deceive, but the guy that was going to um, uh, betray the Lord, betray the Lord, yeah. be, betray Jesus. Yeah. He looked from the outside totally like the guy that looked like he was a a believer mm -hmm. or a Christian, but his heart was far from him. He was doing all the right things yeah. externally, going to church, being with, being right next to Jesus. He was one right. of the 12 disciples, mm -hmm. but he was a total poser. His heart was never from God. So what he did externally, externally is he did all the right things. He changed. He maybe, you know, if he was living today, he stopped watching uh, pornography or he stopped drink, getting drunk. He stopped doing drugs. He stopped sleeping with girls. He stopped doing all these things. But yet his heart was far from God. And that's why it goes to that one scripture when Jesus says on judgment day, some are going to enter trying to get into heaven. And he's going to say, get away. He's like, they're going to say, Jesus, we prophesied in your name. We did this. We did that. We did all this stuff. And he goes, get away from me, you workers of iniquity. Uh, I never knew you. And the workers of iniquity, you you guys continue to sin. Their hearts were far from God. Yeah. But from the outside, they, they changed all these things in their life. They looked apart, mm -hmm. but they were total posers. Yeah. So how do you know? There has to be a transformation, a heart transformation, a mind transformation. Mm -hmm. It's not about I'm a good boy. I don't do this anymore. I don't do that anymore. There is a, a Jesus says it. There is a, there's the flow of the Holy Spirit. It's a total transformation. When I gave my life to God, it wasn't like, oh, I got to get rid of this, this, and this. I was literally like, God, whatever you want to do in my life, what does that look like? And literally, he just started changing the thought process. Mm -hmm. My mind, like literally when it says he makes you a new creation of Christ, I quoted that verse so many times because literally he makes you a new creation of Christ. He does that supernatural work inside of you. Yeah. And things change. Dude, I can't even tell you how many guys I know, or guys and girls, or people, should I say, that 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 say that they're Christians, and they they, they talk to the, the Christianese, they talk the words, mm -hmm. and then you get text messages from them, and you get different things, and you're like, dude, this is total garbage right now, what you're texting right now. Yeah. This text right now totally shows me where your heart's at. And... <laughs> 
Oh, that, that's the key, because that's what you said. There has to be a, a change. And in the work of the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know, there's going to be a conviction that takes place in your life. You're conviction. not going to feel like um, like at peace at once you, as you once did in your old life. Your old life isn't going to make sense anymore as far as where you, you know, gave all your time, whether it's listening to garbage or just doing stupid things. Like, you know, all of us fall short. All of us make mistakes in our lives. Of course. But for somebody to say that they're walking with God and they're continuing living a lifestyle that is contrary to what God's word says, you're deceiving yourself. You're not deceiving the Lord. That's what the Bible says. And there's no peace of God. Like you said, the peace of God is a, is a definitely, um, an example of what God does in her life, and it's the love of God that leads a man to repentance. Mm-hmm. And God's love, the Bible says, Jude says, keep yourself in the love of God. That's the sweet mm-hmm. spot. Allow God's love to just overflow you. It changes your perspective of everything around you. You'll make the right priorities, and it's not rules and regulations. It is just being obedient to the Holy Spirit working in your Jesus life. Jesus says you'll know a tree by its fruit. Yeah, and what comes in, what comes out, it's our heart. I got guys that follow me on Instagram that <laughs> they're like selling weed. <laughs> they're obviously smoking weed and stuff, and they're they're quoting scriptures and you know they're talking about God and all this stuff. But they're like they're like weed heads. It's like, yep, I've seen bro, it. no, that's not. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. So again, there's clearly no conviction. There's no work of the Holy Spirit. Just saying, Jesus, forgive me my sins, doesn't like save you. There has to be a true heart. Like there has to be a repentance. You have to like go all in. There has to be a transformation. Yeah. That's a, that you have to be illuminated by the Holy Spirit. Uh, um, Galatians, uh, what does it say? Galatians five, uh, verses. Uh, I'm gonna read the whole thing. Verse sixteen it. It says this. It says this is the New Living Translation. It says, "So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Let it lead your guide your life, basically." Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what your spiritual your spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting against each other, so you are not free to carry out your own good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, the Holy Spirit, you are uh, you are not under the obligation of the law. You're not stuck to rules and regulations because you're in, you're you're led by the Holy Spirit. There's a leading of the Spirit because the Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. It's holy, so it doesn't want to do stuff that's not holy mm-hmm. because it's holy. Yep. But if you're doing stuff that's unholy, you don't have the Holy Ghost in you. So it says you're not it's bound to like rules and regulations. You you're led by the Holy Ghost. Holy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Verse 19. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts, and anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, enviness, drunkenness, and wild parties, it says. It's just basically getting buck wild. Mm -hmm. And other sins like these, let us tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living these sort of lives will not inherit the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit produces these kinds of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful natures uh, to his cross and crucified them. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited, provoke one another, or be jealous of one another. That's it. Simplicity.
simplicity. And, you know, when you look at the Bible, you know, you, there's so many encouragement and ex- exhortations to us in our lives that Paul wrote of his all of his epistles. And I love the book of Romans. That's one of my favorite. And in chapter six, it talks about reckoning that old man to be dead, that we shall not continue in sin, that grace may abound. Like just because the grace of God is, is over my life, it doesn't give me a license to continue a lifestyle of sin. I like what he says in that chapter where he says, just as you used to basically serve the world, now serve God. I mean, there's so many people yeah. that, you know, you think about like how you lived in your, your life before Christ. And man, you would fight. I've always said this. If It didn't matter if you were broke as a joke. If you wanted to get high, you would find a way to get high. You would find a way to get, dr- you know, drunk or whatever. You would become like a 007 when you're trying to fulfill the desires of the flesh. But sometimes people come walking with God and they don't go all in. And the Bible says to reckon that old man to be dead and to serve God with your whole heart, with your whole passion, and God will change and transform your life in a powerful, powerful way. 100%. Okay, we're going to take this next one. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take Paige. Paige, how you doing? What's up, Paige? Hey, Ryan. I'm doing good. Happy to see you guys live again. Yes, and- we are excited. <laughs> I know you've been very busy with those littles. Um, congratulations, thank you got you, a boy. Paige. Hey, we're, yes, thank um, you. We got up, we got the whole the whole tribe now. Hey, uh, where are you calling from tonight? So I'm calling from Texas. Right on. Long time watcher. Been with awesome. you guys forever. Awesome. Um, I want to keep this really short. Yeah. Um, and and I want to I want to try and word this very delicately in the uh, culture we're in today yeah. and with. So much going on in politics and this, that, and the other. Um, have you watched? Do you, have you seen? Um, and and I have to be very careful with these things because a lot of my friends are watching and digging and and mm-hmm. into all this kind of stuff and what's happening, what's yeah, being no, brought to the surface. That's what this and show's I, about, by the way. I we're 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 down to get it. Down, our hands. To be very careful. Mm-hmm. Use discernment. Go back to one of your shows where you talked about in the end days that even the elect will be deceived. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really have to find myself. I, sometimes it just makes me sick. I have to step away. I have to go back to word. I have to go back to prayer. But uh, the show, Out of Shadows. Yeah, I've seen it. Have you seen it? Yes. Any thoughts? Yes, I've seen it. Um, very interesting. Uh, you know, we've, <laughs> we've on this show, we've talked about... Uh, uh, We've, we've done several shows on, on witchcraft and sorcery. I mean, we had Stephen Banchez on here. He just mm-hmm. wrote that whole New Age book. We've covered a lot of the occult stuff. Um, that that uh, It's Out of the Shadows. It's on YouTube. Um, YouTube actually took it. If you just type in Out of the Shadows, it won't even come up anymore. So you have to type in Out of the Shadows channel now. And it was going up like a million views at least a day. It was just like growing until YouTube kind of like tried to hide it. Try to hide it. Um, when, when YouTube tries to hide something... Yeah, you might want to kind of take it serious. <laughs> uh, I can't. They took it down. They took it down, and they had to get their own website. And oh. actually, Ted Nugent's wife, Shemaine Nugent, mm. here in Texas, she, she leads a lot of Bible studies. Got it. She interviewed them, and basically, what I got out of it is that this is we're in major spiritual warfare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in that day where it's coming hard. Yes. And and I think as I go back to what you said once before, discernment and stay in the word. Yep. And exactly. do not because if not, you, 
I found myself going too far into that rabbit hole yes. and it's wicked and yes. it's dark and it's, it yes. makes me, I, I get sick. I have to step away. We've, so that was my question. Those were my thoughts. I, I want to talk a little I bit. Wanna... I want to talk a little bit about it. So, yeah, I mean, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about like, I mean, we've also talked about the deep web. We've talked about all this stuff before. This, this kind of stuff is like nothing new to the show if you've been following us for the last four years. And yep. when I watched that film, what it's doing is it's, it's a documentary and it's uh, done by a famous couple famous stuntmen that's worked with like Tom Cruise and all kinds of big yep. actors and, you know, in Batman movies and all, all kinds of different things. So he's given his perspective of he got hurt and he's worked in Hollywood forever. He started at the bottom and he came up. He, he's given his perspective of after he got injured, some things came to his attention while he had some downtime. He started doing some research hearing hearing things and then doing his own research and what he discovered is he put in he put in film of what they what he saw and basically in a nutshell without going into all this you know yeah. uh, stuff you know people could watch it from themselves but yeah. what he showed is he showed that the you know satan involved in hollywood and and politics and um, just I would say more like just in culture. Yeah, it's more of like in yeah, culture. I, I, God, he gave his life yeah, to Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's more like it, I, when I watched that film, I didn't look at it like it was politics. I didn't look at it like it was Hollywood. I just looked like it was just they were exposing the enemy, Satan, mm -hmm. in in culture and how. And we've talked about this on the show too. We've said that Satan is revealing himself more than ever. And he's not even yeah. hiding anymore. So again, this yeah. is now a a, a a movie that's out that people could watch, and they're showing how. And this isn't this isn't conspiracy. This is like they're showing actual live footage of stuff that's happening. And and yeah. okay, so now with that said, because I don't want to go down the ra rabbit hole or anything or you know or anything like that. No. So going back to what you were saying, I love your perspective because that's how we believe here, in in uh, what we, what we believe is we look at the Bible. And we, yeah. we, the Bible is, is we, we, is God's word, right? From Genesis to Revelations. So we read the yep. Bible. Now, when I see stuff like that, I read the Bible. And then I look back at culture from the, from, from, uh, from second, uh, second, uh, uh, Chronicles, King Manasseh's reign, which was, they had witchcraft and all this stuff going on back then to even in mm -hmm. Egypt, they had sorcery and, and magic and witchcraft mm -hmm. and all that stuff that was happening even with the, the sorcerers that were with Pharaoh and, and Moses coming in. So n none of yeah. this witchcraft or devil stuff is, is <laughs> new by any means. Um, basically yeah. what's going on is when you start reading through the scriptures and you're looking all the way at revelations and what's going to happen in the end times, there's going to be the antichrist. There's going to be the false prophet. They're going to do signs and wonders. There's going to be witchcraft and all kinds of crazy stuff, right? So everything, yep. obviously, when you look at without getting into like conspiracy theory, when you're just looking at the scriptures, because conspiracy theory or or people that would be labeled that or films that are on YouTube and stuff that are pointing, they, they're talking about one world government, one world control. Well, when you when you take that to the scriptures, the scripture talks about a one world government, the Antichrist, yeah. the false prophet. Like people that yeah. don't believe in the Bible, that believe in, that 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 are called conspiracy theorists, and I'm conspiracy theorists is like a broad term for many different groups of people. So I, I'm not talking about any yeah. particular person, but what I'm saying is the 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 common thread is the elite, the one world order, world domination. When you look at 
what's going on in the Bible, there is going to be a one world order. No one will be able to buy or yeah. sell without a mark on their right right hand or their forehead. It's, there is going to be a one world leader. He's going to build a temple in Israel. You know, we just we just pre-recorded a radio show, actually two radio shows, talking exactly about this. I did it with my dad, Raul Reese, and with Sean, yeah. and those shows are going to be aired starting next week and the following week. So I would literally awesome. tune into awesome. those two shows because we go in-depth, and we talk about Out of the Shadow, and we talk about all that stuff in-depth for two hours. Yeah. Yes. But, Can't yes, wait. and I would suggest people go watch Out of the Shadows. I, I told my parents to go watch it today. And um, it really sheds light on what's really happening. And what's interesting about that show is that a lot of non-Christians are watching it and they're being awakened going, whoa, yeah. this is happening yeah. right in front of us. So thank you for calling. Um, that is definitely a relevant subject that's going on right now. Yeah. I just think the enemy knows his days are numbered and everything is coming out all at once. Oh, totally. Totally. Uh, the world, the church is... I hope to God the church at large is going to wake up because the world is waking up. There is yep. a, a there is an awakening happening, and people are. And when I say awakening, people are coming awake, going, "Whoa!" Like the yeah. enemy, the, the devil's real. <laughs> yeah. So if, for thank me you so personally, much. I love you guys. I, I, I love Paige, you guys, and I appreciate I, it. Thank you very much. I get excited. For me, I'm a revive. Like I, I'm, I'm like. I'm like a John the Baptist kind of guy. Like when I say that, I want to go, I'm preaching the gospel. I want to see people get saved. That's what the disciples did. I get excited when I see the world getting crazy because the harvest is ripe, but the workers are few. So thank you for calling Paige. And we will, uh, hey, have you seen our new movie? The uh, the Whosoever's Killed the Noise movie? The new documentary? Yes, I, I'm a huge supporter of you guys. Have been since day one. I mean, awesome. I, I started watching you, Ryan, when you would have, and I, I kind of miss it. I used to watch you guys. Uh, Y'all were my church uh, for a long time on Friday night. Oh, Dude, wow. uh, well, they're still doing Friday nights. Yeah. St it's still happening. Yeah, w Live is still happening. All right. Hey, I love yeah. you. All right, Paige? Love you. You guys take care. God bless. All right. All right. Awesome. Dude, so cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and plug. We have a few yep. minutes left before the break. We got all kinds of questions coming in. First of all, here's the number to call us. 888-564-6173. Uh, go ahead and give us a call. Um, we do have a new film out. It's uh, the Whosoever's Kill the Noise documentary film. It's a radical revival video. Literally... Um, it was only supposed to be a three minute piece, but our documentary guy came on the tour and he says, I'm going to turn it into a full film. You're seeing, we're praying for people. You're seeing people getting saved. We're praying for teachers. We're praying for government officials. They're getting healed. Their knees, their backs, their necks, broken foots. You're seeing the gospel being preached. You're seeing signs and wonders following. Go to the whosoevers.com. You can watch the film. It will inspire you. You're looking at right now, everyone's just kind of posted up on quarantine vibes. Look at that was right before we got quarantined, like a week before. That was our last trip. God was moving powerfully. And when we come out of this quarantine, he's still moving. When we get out, it's going to get crazy again. I cannot wait to get out and in the street to start to preach the gospel again and praying for people and seeing people get healed and people just getting filled with the spirit. It's going to be sick. Call in on the number 888 6173. Uh, I got Sean McKeon in studio, and my name is Ryan Reese. And oh, go to the whosoevers.com 
and uh, get it down. We got we got more calls coming in. Yeah, we have a couple minutes left. You know, I do want to encourage you guys. Just piggybacking off what Paige said. You know, time is short, and when I say time is short, you know, I I, I don't know when Jesus is coming. Um, I want to rephrase this. Uh, Satan knows time is short. But, you know, a day is a, a thousand years to, to Jesus' time. I'm not saying that Jesus is coming tomorrow, the next day, in a month. I, Jesus says no one knows the day or the hour when, when he's going to come. But I know this. Revival is now. The harvest is ripe. People that are not Christians are looking for spirituality. Their Prayer is Google like crazy right now. It's like one of the top things Google right now. People are open to spirituality. We got to introduce them to the right spirituality. It's the eternal life. Jesus says God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever that would believe by faith, no posers, but believe by faith and repent of their sins would be forgiven and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Right now, where you're at in your car or at home or on your phone, just say it in your heart. Say, Jesus, forgive me my sins. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Come into my life and illuminate my mind with the Holy Spirit and show me who you are. And lead and guide me and open up the Bible. Start reading it. Read a, uh, Download the Bible app. It's for free. Get the New Living Translation and start reading it at the uh, beginning of the Old, uh, beginning of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and continue all the way through to Revelations. So get the party started and you will see your life transform. You're seeing everything that's taking place in the world today. All it is doing is it is confirming the validity of the Word of God. For sure. And that's it. We're at break, and we will uh, talk to you guys in two minutes. Peace. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Everything all right? Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say... Live with Ryan Reese. All right, I got Sean McKeon in studio, and we are giving out the number. We are live tonight. 888-564-6173. All right, let's see. What's what how do you want to do this, Sean? What, what do we got? Let's go. You want to go with uh where we go? Uh, how about um, um, New York? Let's take a call from New York. Let's see what's up at Ellen from New York. Ellen. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. You guys are like the dynamic duo tonight. Unbelievable. <laughs> right on. What, where, where are you at in New York? Um, I'm up in the Catskills. I don't know where that's at. Is that? Catskills. Yeah, it's uh, up uh, in the uh, mountains where Woodstock. Oh, Woodstock what? concert. I what? live ten minutes away from the Woodstock concert. Oh, wow. We know Woodstock. They have yeah. an incredible documentary on Netflix right now about that whole thing. So what? What's oh uh? God. What's your question tonight? Okay, so I have um my husband and I run a bakery and cafe, and okay. you know I'm feeling such an urgency. Like your your last call, like there's such an urgency to get all this stuff out. You know, like in a short amount of time, you want to tell people, you want to witness. And I just want to know, like, what are some of the ways that you guys go out and do it in a very, like, 
like you go out for ice cream, you're talking to people. Like, is yeah. it just come naturally? Like, I I always get kind of tongue tied. Totally. And no, I never I... know. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. I I feel like uh, I don't want to be confronted, and you know, it's just like. I get uncomfortable, and then you're like, you know, you, your face gets hot, and you start to stutter. They're all nervous. Yeah. No, it's, it's very, you know, hey, it's very, it's very common. What you're experiencing is pretty much everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say this because I'm not going to tell you something that I wouldn't do. You know, yeah. we always, we've talked about this on the show. Like, you have to be led by the Holy Spirit, and it's not not every time you have a chance to share with people. So. You just kind of pray, and then what I do is if I'm going to address people or if I'm just kind of fishing, you know what I mean, like wherever I'm at, I'll find yeah. – I'll just try and strike up conversation with people. Yeah. You know, I could you know, I could talk to somebody about their, their vans that they're wearing. You know, they weren't their checkered vans or, or, or if, it's a young, if it's a young person, you know, that I'm talking to, maybe someone that looks like a skater or like, you know, some kind of music – in the music, I'll ask them what bands they're into or – I just try to find common ground. And then you just kind of yeah. see where it goes from there. And then that yeah. can literally turn in. If, if they're open to talk, then, you know, then conversation happens and then Jesus could come up or, or your, your test, your story. You know, you could, yeah. I, I've done that a lot. Instead of just talking about Jesus, I'll, I'll find common ground with them and I'll see kind of where their head's at, what they're into. And, or I could even like read their clothes that they're wearing or t-shirts. I can understand kind of what they're into, you know, if they're into yeah. weed or if they're into like, I don't know, whatever they're in. I could kind of read their cards basically, and then from there, I can just maybe share my story, a little piece of my my testimony, and that could lead into it. So it's just kind of finding common ground, yeah. and and not not every time you could share, you know. Yeah, I think the main thing is you know sharing, showing that you're genuine, showing that you care, that you want to have a like a communication with them, because sometimes people get stuck in like a, a routine. Okay, if they say this, I'm gonna say that. If they say this, I'm totally. gonna say that. Where I think you just yeah. have to have a natural uh, communication with, with individuals. Just share the love of Christ. Show the love of Christ. Demonstrate the love of Christ, especially when you're in a place where, in, in a workplace like this, you got customers that come through. Uh, sometimes they can just by your countenance, by your just the way that you speak to them, like they can yeah. leave there saying like, "Oh, those people are pretty cool." And then it might be yeah. down the road that, that God leads you into a place of communicating more clearly of the gospel. And then other times, like Ryan says, maybe it's you know right there at that particular moment. Never put yourself on a box, though. But she said that she has a they have a bakery or like a sandwich store or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. that's see that's even that's even better because you're always there, and you develop the relationships. So that's that's yeah. different than what I address. I'm talking about when you're just walking through the streets and you're trying to have these quick conversations. It comes through relationships and being cool, and then they just they'll start conversation with you, and you're you're fishing. They're coming into your pond all the time, so yeah. you know. And, yeah. and God will lead you, lead you when when to you know talk to different people and just start conversations. That's that's the the bottom line. If they know that you care and you could you know, yeah, conversations I mean, will I, happen. I have Bibles at at the shop, and, cool. and I know that like there's been people that have had some really tough times. Like this guy lost his dad this year and i gave him a bible and yeah. i was like listen sometimes you know you're not gonna know what to feel and what to say and what to do and this can maybe help you out totally you know? and you know I, i've done it a couple of times and i always seem to have one you know at the right time i can use that as my tool well that's you know? that's that you, you already got it though and that's that's it there's just different kinds of conditions how you fish like when you go fit deep sea fishing there's a certain way when you go fly fishing 
you know, you're yeah. a, you're a fisher man, fisher woman. So you're yeah. we're we're fishing in different conditions, and yeah. you seem to have it right there. And and you know what the Bible says, you know, one finds the Lord, it's like all the angels in heaven rejoice. So, you know, you, yeah, it's, it's not about the numbers. It's a you know number. You know, it's people heaven goes off. So you got you got yeah. it covered. You got it going. Hey, real quick, I just wanted to let you know, months ago, I sent uh, you a package of coloring books for your daughter and your son, because we have these coloring books that we were doing, like this Wean the Screen really? kind of thing for all these kids, so I gave them to Raina. Is that her name, Raina? Oh, uh, oh, that's K-Wave. <clears throat> that's here. Oh, okay, I'll ask her. She's li- she's oh, listening okay. to the show right now, anyway. Raina, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to Raina after. Yeah. All right, awesome. Yeah. My kids will yeah. love, my daughters will literally love coloring. They they color, they actually colored on my couch. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Amazing. They love coloring so much. Okay, well, hey, yeah. we're going to grab some more calls. Thank you for your call, okay? Okay, thanks so thanks, much. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for the coloring the books. I'll, I'll, get on, I'll get on it. All right, take care. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, dude, my kids, permanent marker. Oh, my kids, Black. Yeah, my kids have destroyed multiple things in my house. So one day they had all these coloring things that they made, and it was pretty awesome, and then they glued all the papers to my wall, like, 20 of them. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to drop this call. There we go. Cool. We got it, that going. If you're tuning in right now, we are live here in studio, myself and Ryan Reese. If you want to call in, we still have some time. 888-564-6173. 888-564-6173. Okay, cool. So uh, you gave out the number. We're going to go ahead and grab this one. Uh, we're going to talk to Freddie in Hacienda uh, Heights. What up, Freddie? How you doing? What's up, Freddie? Hey, what up, Ryan? How's it going? How's it going, Sean? Chilling, man. Good. good. What's good? Man, going through going through a big trial. I, I know I, I spoke to Sean the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. regarding pornography. Um, straight up, I, I lived the same life you did, brother. Yeah. Um, my dad was, a, was an alcoholic, beat my mom, um, molested as a young child. Sorry, I get really emotional on this. Mm-hmm. Um, been been battling porn from a young age. Yeah. Um use girls and you know sexually drop them here one night one gone one night you know party party with the underground like you did i'm um, mm-hmm. actually dj in, in compton um but long story short um this pornography addiction um surfaced in my marriage my current marriage right um i was hiding it and you know one day that fantasy just led to me looking for 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 an, a company and a, you know prostitution yeah um i actually went to the hotel i met up with her um when i got in the room there was a guy he took my money um and i left i got on my bike and took off um as i was riding i was damning god from here to god knows where um got off the freeway and arrested right then on the spot by by pd um hmm. you know i i went through everything they questioned me they arrested me um it, when I was in jail, all I could think of is how am I going to lie to my wife? Yeah. What am I going to tell yeah. my wife? Mm-hmm. Um, not even asking the Lord for to forgive me for what I've done. Um, so then, you know, I came out and I lied to my wife, and I felt like God's like, okay, this, you're going to lie again? So, you know, they published my, my arrest sheet with a prostitute on, on Instagram for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so another story, you know, my wife left. She left for the weekend. Um and I've been following you from from when this all happened. I started watching your show, Ryan Live. You know, I am second. Yeah. And I noticed that you and me have the same path. A little bit different, but kind of the same. Yeah. Um, the other day, 
I stood here in my, in my room by myself, and I called out to Jesus, and I said, Lord, show yourself to me, mm-hmm. because I need you, and I'm sorry for all of my sins with pure heart, Brian. And, you know, I, I like you, I looked, I'm like, are you going to show yourself? Are you going to give me a sign? Are you going to blow some air? What? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'm like, okay, I got it. I come into the room, and, you know, now... The, the devil's after me now. I'm like, my mind's thinking, you know, kick the computer, go on porn. She's not going to know. I'll be okay. I, you know, Ryan's show comes up on Friday night, on Friday, and we like, I'm listening to, you know, the gentleman playing the guitar. And he said something before the last song, before Sean started talking about being home alone with God. This is the time to spend with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And everybody says it, but this is the time. And the way he said it, was my confirmation from the Lord that yeah. here I am, yep. you know, this is the time. And I'm telling you, ever since then, I've been at peace, yep. and my heart's been pure. But like like you guys were saying, I have to find my first love, which is Jesus. Yep. Until I find him, and I love him completely, I can't battle for my wife and my kids until I'm rooted with the Lord. I pick up, you know, I put on my shield and pick up my sword and fight. Okay, so check this out. Check it out. You are in the right place. And this is what we talked about at the beginning of the show. We talked about how we got to ask for forgiveness. We got to repent of our sins. And then God will show up and he'll intervene. You're going through the scriptures. You're watching the, the Bible studies. You're, you're digging in. That's his voice. When you read the scriptures and you're praying and all that, you're, you're talking to him with prayer. But then when you're reading the scriptures, he's talking to you. And what God will do is you got to get that first love as in, you know, for people that don't know what the first love is, you got to give your life to Jesus Christ and fall in love with him. And then what he does is he does the transformation. He does the cleanup process and he starts putting the pieces of the puzzle together and you start seeing that new life that he created you for. He's got you right where he wants you. He's in the details. We reap what we sow, but the good things what reap what you sow is when you sow this, the fruits of the spirit, the good life, you reap the things of the good life. So yes, you're pay- you're, you've you're, you've reaped from the bad things, but now you're starting to reap the good things. And God will be faithful; He will continue to do that. I'm going to pray for you, Freddie, Lord Jesus. I pray for Freddie. God, I ask that you just reach down from heaven and you touch him right now, and that you just fill him with the Holy Spirit. Release the torrents of living water, God. Let him tangibly encounter your Holy Spirit, falling upon him and filling him and overflowing him. Release peace, release joy, heal him from the from the uh, porn. God, heal his heart. Lord, I pray that you heal everything that was destroyed mentally and physically when he got molested at a young age. All the damage pornography is done. Lord, I pray that you supernaturally just heal him and touch him, God. Make the old things in his life pass away and make him a brand new creation in Christ. Lord, use him for your glory. I pray for his marriage, that you bring his marriage together. Lord, I pray for all the stuff that has happened from the cops and, you know, all the things that are attached to him, God, that one day after another, things will just start getting uh, knocked off of his, uh, you know, with whatever programs he has to do, you know, with money he has to pay, God, that he will do his time. But, God, that you will bring him out of that and that will just be a thing of the past that he will never have to look back at because... You don't look at our sins. You bury them into the deepest part of the ocean and you never bring them up again. So let them walk in that new spirit-led life, that new creation in Christ, and let them hear your voice as he reads the scriptures. I love you, Freddie. Thank you for calling Amen. in. Keep Thank going you, for it. Don't stop, okay? I, I hope there's one day we can meet and, and, 
have a conversation, brother. We, I love hey, you guys and thank you. We will meet one day. I'm going to start teaching again soon, and we'll we'll meet again, or we will meet one day. I guarantee you that, brother. All right, Freddie. Take care, man. Thank you guys. I love you guys. All right, Peace, man. man. Peace. You know what? That's what's up. God just touching people's lives and doing his thing, doing what he does. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, grab this call. I don't I don't know what's going on with my thing. We're going to just say what's up. John wants to say what's up to Ryan. What up, John? What's cracking? This is John Aragon. I know you know me from a long time ago at Calvary Chapel in West Covina. I was a Boy Scout, and I'd be in the back riding my skateboard or whatever I did then. Right but on. Yeah, so I, what's what's I good? Know, I know you. I used to know Josh Fazzarola a lot. Okay. So I just want to say what's up, brother. How you been? How you doing? All the good stuff. We're doing good, man. Just taking calls and, and trying to encourage people tonight on this Saturday night. Trust in Jesus, brother. That's all I know. Uh, <laughs> I've gone I've gone a hard word myself, but I'm in him now. There it is. And he's dude. holding me up, so I'm just praying for you and your family and Congratulations with the new the new kid. Thank you very much, John. I hope to see you one day soon. I just wanted to grab this call because you wanted to say, okay. what up, man? Good to hear from Take you, care. and we will uh, we'll catch up soon. All right, brother? All right, Ryan. God bless. All right, peace. Bye. Take care. All right, let's see. Let's, let's grab this one right here. Um, here we go. We got Cleveland in the house. Janine from Cleveland. Hi. What's cracking lacking? Hi, Ryan. Hi, Sean. How hey, you how you doing? doing? So what, what's, uh, what's up? What's your question tonight? So my question for you guys, yeah. I'm working hard in Cleveland right now to try and bring the whosoever to Cleveland public schools. Right on. Uh, Let's do I'm it. Trying, I'm trying to attract, you know, people to you. And what's the best way to grow a, I don't know, not a movement, but a, just a following right now. Okay, so this is what we this, Before we bring you out. Check it out. This is what we say. It's not about a movement. It's not about a following. What it's about is God opening doors. That's, that's yeah, what happens. So, so all you need to do is I would pray fast. If, you, if you're not into fasting, try that because God just breaks through. He opens doors. And God will literally bring people into your life. And you know when it's God. And it's all about the timing of God. We can't force nothing. He knows your heart. He knows that you want to reach Cleveland. You, he knows that we'll go to Cleveland. <laughs> so. You know what I mean? So he already knows he knows what's up, but we we uh we pray and we talk to him and we ask him to open doors and when he opens doors, they open and you won't even believe how quick Oh, I think we lost her. Uh her phone hung up. So well, but, you're, but you're saying, yeah. I think, is legit for all of them, right? You know, having that vision for their community, being yeah. pr- praying over. That's how great revivals have taken place in times past. It was sometimes I hear like in Moody's like revival. Sometimes mm-hmm. there was like a couple older ladies that like their mission was just praying, praying, praying and interceding and praying for that city, praying for that community. And God can open up. Amazing, amazing doors for sure. I just realized I've been taking the calls. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're doing good. You're no, no, doing good. Uh, you're all excited. Yeah, I got, go back. I, I, yeah, go for it. I'm going to let you. Uh, we're going to wait for these calls to come back in because all the phone lines, uh, they drop for some reason. Well, But, you know, um, but all, yeah, you know what you were saying? That I saw that. Uh, remember my dad played that video for us recently? It was that old dude. I don't, I don't even know who he is. Which one? Some guy. And they were talking about how this revival started. And it was these two older ladies. One was blind, like, and the other one couldn't walk. Like, they couldn't even go to church. One was couldn't walk anymore because she was so old, and the other one was blind. It might have been the Moody. I mean, I've heard the same story with Moody. But they were praying like crazy, mm-hmm. and 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 a revival started. It was it's this new YouTube video that's been circulating oh. and through Instagram and whatever. But 
yeah, it, it's through prayer and doors, doors open. That's just the bottom line. God is the, uh, he's the, he's the one that has the keys, right? You, you know what? He's I, every door. I, what I wanted to say, Ryan, just with all these calls that have been coming in already, I think it, it's cool to kind of see that perspective of everything. It's funny, like we're talking about. Somebody asked a question about the out of the shadows thing. Like, yeah, dude, you need to be discerning in the days we're living. We're dealing with spiritual warfare all around us, and that's basically what that kind of like was talking about. Like, there is a battle. You know, we can get so confused. We can get so angry. There are so many things that are so divisive in our world today. When you talk about politics and different things, but the reality. Behind all of it, there is spiritual warfare, yep. and the enemy is trying to confuse. There's no doubt about it that things that are taking place in our world today is lining up just as the Bible has said. And so that being the case, we need to be living with an excitement, with a passion, with vision, with a purpose of everything that we do in our lives right now, because time is short. And we, I mean, everything that's taking place right now in, our, in Southern California, our daily day life has changed. But it doesn't mean that we can that we should be bummed out and not doing anything. We need to be focused in prayer like like never before, praying what we're going to do out of this time that's taking place right now, and continue having vision for your communities like was just being asked about. And the same thing, the spiritual battles are going to be there. As a Freddie just called in talking about uh, pornography and the battle, like yes, the enemy is going to want to, especially during this time, you got nothing to do and to get all you know locked up with all the the technology all around you. But you got to make a decision. What am I going to do? All right. I think we have. Do we have Cleveland on that line? Are you there? Yes. Okay. Hello. So where we cut off, we just said pray. Just, my phone just hung up. I don't know what happened. It's all yeah, good. all the phone lines dropped here, so don't worry. <laughs> so listen, just pray and okay. and ask God to open doors because when he opens the doors, it's going to be a supernatural work. And when I say that, you're not going to be able to put your hand on it. You're going to just be like, whoa. This school open up. This school financing everything that's going to be needed will be pro- provided because that's what God does. He just he makes it so easy. So and it's all about God's timing. It's all about God's timing. You want to be right. You don't want to do something and say God bless it. You want to be like God. Where are you blessing? Where do you want me to go? And then He will He will provide. So we don't want to get ahead of Him. That's just being uh, in step with the uh, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I agree. I. Also had my first I Am Second call today, Bible study, and that went amazing. Sick. Awesome. Yeah, it went amazing. So I was, I really, I want to, just, you guys did so much for me mm. in the last four years um, where there's just, there's just not a lot. We don't have the cool Christians, you know. Cleveland is, it's a desert for yeah. Christianity. It's, it really is. Well, and we need to go Catholic, there. All the Catholics. Uh, churches or a lot of them are empty and uh, it, it's you have a few small well large churches that are doing stuff but they're I don't know well you know I'm, I'm I glad I, something different. it's just cool bring... it's cool because you identify with I think if you're the girl I th- I'm thinking of that's on Instagram what's your Instagram name Janine of one Cleveland I can't remember I know some other people out from Cleveland but anyway, um, look, this is the bottom line. You, you, I, you're, you're seeing what we're doing and you're identifying with how we're reaching the culture and, and that's attractive to you and you want to be... Because you're doing such a great job with it, the youth. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Them? And, and that's awesome it's, because... But that's the way that the church works at large is that some people, like my wife, she loves Samaritan's Purse. She loves like what they do with, Billy, with Franklin Graham and Billy Graham. You know what I mean? Like there's all these different... 
uh, ministries out there that do different stuff. Some go to the jail, some go to the prison, some go to the high schools, some, mm-hmm. some, you know, it's just, there's all these different things, but that's awesome that you're, you're identifying with the movement, how we're reaching the youth. You have a heart for them and mm-hmm. we will come and we will, we will work with you uh, in those schools. So pray, stay in contact with us and we're going to get it going. Okay. Perfect. Thank right. you. Love you. Take it easy. Thank you so much. No worries. I, I truly believe like when it comes to, you know, those opportunities, I think there's going to be so many opportunities coming out of this stage that's taking place in our nation. Our, our nation needs a revival. Our, our, our nation is primed for a revival right now. So we'll be praying for you for sure. Remission of sins. Okay. So we have two calls. We have like three minutes. Um, okay. Hit, hit, hit Bianca quick. Yep. Go ahead. Um, Bianca. Bianca. Yo, Bianca, get on the line, yo. <laughs> I don't know. I'm clicking. I can just answer. Oh, there we go. Bianca. Bianca. Yes. yes. We just have a few minutes. This is Sean McKeon. Uh, what's your question? Okay. So, um, yeah, I'll make it quick. Um, so, first, just want to say real quick, um, God bless you guys. And it's, um, it's a blessing to guys have you guys do what you do, Ryan. Thank you. I have a very similar testimony. Um, from what I came out of and stuff, and it's just a blessing the way God loves us and His Heck grace yeah. awesome. is, is just so awesome. But anyway, so right what I'm finding an issue with right now, being under quarantine, is that I'm actually having, like, I serve in the church, and yep. I do a lot of discipleship, yeah. and I'm not able to, like, really serve and disciple right now, and it's and it's kind of like, it's making me... It's causing me to feel drifted. I'm also having an issue being fed by my church, and because of course they're being online, and I'm not really. I mean, I, and I'm seeking all kinds of other stuff, but it's just like that fellowship, that community, yeah. of serving yeah. in my church and discipling. We, like, how hey Bianca, we, Bianca, so, Bianca, we have two minutes left. But listen, I want to have you end this. We have a. We did a whole show, literally about drifting and exactly what you're going through right now. I don't remember the name of it, but email us at info at the and tell us that you're looking for the show on drifting and we're going to send it to you. You need to watch it. We did okay. an hour on it. It's important. There's a lot of people going through it. I got in a little situation myself where not that I backslid, but I felt like I was drifting because I was in the same situation as you, but we want to definitely get that to you. So can you email us that um, email us and we're going to send you the show? Yeah, for Be- sure. Because we only have like uh, we only have like a couple mi- like seconds left, huh? Info at whosoever. Yeah, yeah, or just go to the whosoever's dot com. Okay. Go to the whosoever's dot com, and we will send you that show for you to watch. I have one minute left, so I love you, right, Bianca. Boy. Thank you for we calling. Love you too, man. Love you're- you, Sean. All right, you take care. We did a great show for you. You're gonna you're gonna love it. All right, so we have one minute left. I do want to plug the whosoever's film. Go to the whosoever's.com. It's a radical revival video. It's on Mark 16. Preach the gospel, signs and wonders follow. You're going to see people getting saved, people getting healed. You're going to see people getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, we actually have it with Spanish translations now also. So for the Hispanic community, and then you have the English community. It's on the whosoever's.com. You could download our app, all the past radio shows. We got products that support the movement. Right now we are doing a a global initiative with the film to get it out worldwide. That's what we're doing during quarantine. This film is a discipleship film to disciple you, get you lit on fire and ready for revival as soon as this quarantine's up. It's epic. Thank you guys for tuning in. 
See Sean McKeon. Peace. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.